Ah, it's our Pentecost Sunday. It's our day of power. I tell you what, we've been seeing incredible things happening in our nights of power. This year, we have decided to set apart one night a month for a night of power and just really just lean into the supernatural. We're hungry for it and just ask God to come. And whatever that looks like, you can, can be seen in multiple different ways. It might be in healing. It might be in a financial breakthrough. It might be in freedom. Someone set free in an instant, just walking out of here different. But let me tell you, John is leaning into the supernatural. He has a hunger for the power of God today, not just to reflect on it in the Bible days, but believing that now God has put the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us. And John's leaning into it. He's hungry for it. He wants to release it on you guys. So come on, be expectant this morning. Believe that God is going to release miracles in people's lives this morning. Keep your hands together and welcome John as he comes up. Day of Power. Hey church, good morning. Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap this morning. Jesus, we welcome you. We honor you. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Come on, reach your hands to heaven right now. If you're watching online, just join in wherever you are. Reach your hands to heaven. We're expecting today the day of Pentecost, the day of power. The church was birthed in power. It needs to continue in power. That's me and you. Not just a once-off moment, but continually being immersed and filled with the Holy Spirit. So we welcome you here, Holy Spirit. This is your church. Come and have your way. Come and ignite our hearts with expectation, with faith of what you've got and what you're doing, what's ahead. Right through this room today, right through every person, I pray that we would catch something in your spirit We'd leave this place on fire for God, determined to keep the fire burning in our lives on fire for you. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So a wonderful sense of God's presence and expectancy. If you're here and it's your first time with us at C3 Powerhouse, I want to just join my wife, Danielle, saying a very big welcome. We're so glad you're here today. If you open up your heart, you'll find that our God, our Heavenly Father, is reaching into your life with His love, with His kindness, with answers for you, uh, for whatever it is you're facing. God's got the answer for whatever it is you're going through. He wants to walk through that with you out the other side. If you open up your heart, uh, then you'll, you'll find that God... I find many people come to church with a, a wrong con concept of what God's like. And then we get here and we find that, that he's, he's kind and He's loving and He's for us. And, and, and church people are actually nice and they're, they're, they're friendly and they smell good. They're all uh, quite amazing, mostly anyway. But, but there's, this, there's this sense of, of love and kindness. And so today, you know, just if, if you're new... Just let the walls down a little bit. Open up your heart. Open your mind up a little bit. Maybe, maybe the best days of your life are ahead of you. Step into a relationship with God. That would be a, a great moment. Um, Pat and Marianne, just as I, I turn around, I saw you guys earlier. And I just, I just got this instant picture of like uh, waters opening up in front of you. And it, was, and it was, was quite clear. It was just like, uh, I don't know what it is you're looking for, for opening up, but it's, it's not like a progressive opening up as you look into God and you lean into God. I just see like the, like the Red Sea parting. I just see uh, obstacles parting in front of you and God opening up some things that are the desires of your heart. So that's just a picture. So God bless you. Uh, it's great to have you 
here with us right now. Holy Spirit in this place. But part of the, I'm going to get, you can sit down for a few minutes, but not for too long. Because part of the, the uh, atmosphere that, that of a day of power that we're, we're really leaning to is, is not so much listening to me preach lots, but I want to activate you to stir up and connect with God at a greater depth and a greater level. That's, that's kind of what we're going for. And so the day of Pentecost, if you've maybe never heard at all what, what Pentecost is about, I mean, we've got a Pentecostal prime minister for the first time in, in our nation and, and in around the world. Uh, I don't know that there are any uh, overtly Pentecostal leaders around the world and so that that word has had a little bit of traction and if you've read media you'll realize that the the fastest growing churches around Australia are Pentecostal churches uh, most denominational churches are on the decline but the Pentecostal churches are growing and so the, what's that word mean where's it come from well, it comes from the original, originally Pentecost was a, was a celebration that the Israelites, that God's people had. And it was pent as in five. It was 50 days after Passover. So Passover was a Friday night, Saturday. And so 50 days, seven Sundays later was the, was the Pentecost or it was a feast. And it was a feast of harvest. And it was the beginning of first fruits when they would begin to harvest the wheat. And so they would have a celebration also called the Feast of Weeks. And it was called Pentecost. And so the whole idea of that, and if you read the Old Testament, it's a precursor to the New Testament of what God's going to do. And so this, this was, uh, uh, you know, the Passover was with Jesus would be our Passover lamb. And then seven weeks later, there would be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit for a harvest. The, the, point of, the whole point of the Holy Spirit pouring out, Jesus says, wait and you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Why? To be a witness. It wasn't just so that I would feel good, but that power would come on and it would transform my life so that I could be effective in doing what God's called me to be. That's, that's what Pentecost is. So what happened? Jesus left uh, 40 days after he rose, uh, 40 days later from Passover. He, he went and ascended to heaven. He said, wait. And then the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and He'll clothe you with power. Now, He didn't say, wait, how long? Which seems to be quite reflective of how God works. He doesn't say, wait, and in 10 days the Holy Spirit will turn up because you'd probably relax for nine days and then get pumped on the 10th day. But it's, not the, it's, it's the staying in faith and waiting and expectancy that God wants from us so that all of a sudden, Suddenly, he comes out of nowhere. That's why often God hasn't told you when that miracle's coming. He just says, wait on me with faith and expectation because it'll come. You've just got to be ready, stay and wait. And so they waited. And then early in the morning, and we know it was early in the morning because Peter said they, they, when the Holy Spirit fell, they got accused of being drunk. And he said, we're not drunk. It's nine in the morning. Who gets drunk at nine in the morning? Rhetorical question. Don't answer that. So we're not drunk. Uh, we're, 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 we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's a, and it makes us seem like we're drunk because we're a bit looser. We're a little bit more joyful. We're a little bit more loving. Come on. Who, know, who, who knows? No, don't answer that. I won't ask that. Well, we're just, we're a, bit we're a bit more relaxed. See, the Holy Spirit is the antidote to uh, religion. He's the antidote to stiff and follow the rules. And just gotta, he's like, no, 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 get a bit loose. Not morally loose, but a bit loose relationally with God and loving towards, uh, towards other. We're not drunk. 
The prophet Joel spoke about, the Bible says, the prophet Joel said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Uh, your old men will, will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. Sons and daughters. I, I mean, I love this about the Bible. It's like a feminist, it's like a female releasing uh, move of God. It's like your sons and your daughters. It's not like, oh, just the guys. It's everybody's going to have an encounter with God. Jesus was the great women's liberationist out of a culture that pushed women down. Down, God said, I'm going to pour out on all flesh, all flesh, okay? And so he came, and so they got filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says they waited 10 days. A rushing wind came into this upper room where they were waiting. They, they, they heard a wind in a room, and then they saw tongues of fire come and sit on people's heads, and then they began to speak with other tongues. As they began to speak with other tongues, that's when they got accused of being, uh, accused of being drunk. And so the whole point of Pentecost is initially that we'll get filled with the Holy Spirit, that we'll, we will receive the gift of tongues as a starting place to a life of power to make a difference in our world, okay? It's not an end in itself. Speaking in tongues is not just of something for me. It's the beginning of something so that I've got the power of God on me for others. Now, I've found uh, that, that, that the world, I call, we live in a Harry Potter generation, the world loves the supernatural. They want weird that's got power. Some Christians are a little bit freaked out by weird that's got power. And I understand maybe you've been in a place that was weird without power. And weird without power, without a focus on reaching people for Christ, is not the kind of Pentecostal church God wants us to be. Uh, a little bit of weird is okay, because, hey, come on, we've all got a little bit of weird going on somewhere in our life. Turn to your neighbor and say, I know you do. Uh, yeah, I know you do. A little, just a little bit. So a little bit of weird is okay, as long as there's a purpose behind it for us to reach the world for Christ, okay? And so, so what's happened, and this has kind of messed some people up, is people who have had a bad experience uh, often have mistaught the Scripture to mess people up with what tongues is all about. I believe speaking in tongues, which is a, a, such a crucial part of Pentecost, is one of the most powerful things that you can do as a believer to unlock you into all that God's got for you. The Apostle Paul said, I speak in tongues more than you all. No wonder he wrote so many books, so many letters under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit because he would have been speaking in tongues and a flow of God. And he's writing, he's writing the letters of God to the church under the unction of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to be a person who lives my Christian life out of my head. I want to be a, Christ, a person who lives my Christian life out of my spirit, connected to the Holy Spirit. That's what speaking in tongues does. So, so what often happens, and, and I want us to understand in the Bible, um, Paul writes to the church in Corinth. In Corinth. It's, it, it would have been wild to visit this church. They are passionate. They're still working out their morality because they, they, they're doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Uh, and he, he writes and he addresses some of these issues. He talks about how amazing they are. They've discovered tongues. They, they, they're like crazy town church. And he writes a letter to address crazy town church because everybody's standing up um, speaking in tongues and no one's preaching and, or prophesying. And he's like, okay, let's, let's just get this thing sorted out. So, so he writes a letter in Corinthians, and we're going to just have a quick look at it in a moment. And he talks about, he talks about adjusting the way things work. And some people have read that and they've said, oh, that means we can't speak in tongues in a, in a, in a church or a public setting. 
But that's not what he's saying. And as we read it, you'll, you'll get that. Paul's, he, he urges people to be speaking in tongues, but he says the purpose of it is the really important thing. So what you've got to understand when the Bible talks about tongues, there's three types of tongues. The first, was, the first type of tongues is what happens when it's, it's the tongues of men. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, if I speak with the tongues of men or the tongues of angels, but have not love, it's no good. So the tongues of men is a language that some, someone else speaks that I've never learnt when, when, when the Holy Spirit comes upon me and I speak in tongues and it's not through my mind because I've never learnt it but it's through my spirit I speak in a language I've never learnt and I proclaim the truth of God and then they hear it and they go what? I didn't know you spoke Swahili and you go I don't but God speaking through me and so on the day of Pentecost there's, there's Jews from all around the world coming Bible says that they spoke in their native tongue, proclaiming the works of God. They didn't, I mean, they just weren't, they weren't just going A, B, C, D. They weren't just saying some random words. They actually spoke proclaiming the works of God, and it was a sign to the unbelievers. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, he says, uh, speaking in tongues is still a sign to unbelievers. So if it's a sign to unbelievers, then you'd have to think that it would be done when there's unbelievers around. So therefore, saying don't speak in tongues when there's unbelievers around doesn't make sense in that sense. Now here, uh, most of us are speaking English in this room. Would that be right? Some of us are speaking Queenslander, eh? Just a little bit slower, but we can because we won state of origin. So hey, that's okay. It's a day of power. There will be healing for those with broken hearts a little bit later on. But I digress. Okay, so that's one type of speaking in tongues. It's the speaking of a language that I've never learned for the proclaiming. So you would find if you, that, that that's not a necessary gift here because we're all speaking English. But in certain situations, certain places, in mission situations, it's a thing. I know some people who recorded an album called Prayer Works and in it they were speaking in tongues and singing in the Spirit. They played it on an Arabic airline and in it they said that they were speaking Arabic, proclaiming the, uh, the goodness of God. But that's not what they, they just anointed music and God used those words to proclaim God so that's one type the second type is the type is the tongues of angels angels is a messenger tongue so when an angel comes that literally means a, they bring a message from God and so every now and then God will will come upon us and he'll bring a message from God and it's a supernatural tongue it's not your normal tongue and I'll get to that in a moment but it's a it's a message for your group or or maybe God's come on you and you start to proclaim something and often what happens is you get an interpretation of what's going on or somebody else does and so for me just last year when we were fasting we we're praying for our church land I got up here and I led the prayer meeting and often I'll pray in tongues my own tongues my heavenly language which I'll get to but something came upon me the gift of tongues of the angelic tongues and I began to declare something in the spirit and it was it was different it was like the Holy Ghost came on me and a different language and it was like a language and I'm, I'm speaking in this it's like there's vocabulary I know I'm speaking as I'm speaking in tongues the presence of God comes into the room and I see a picture in the spirit 
because we're praying for our church land. And I saw a picture of us advancing as an army. And then there coming a moment where from the side, uh, heaven's armies fired arrows. I could see all these arrows coming. And the Lord said, I'm going to ambush the enemy when I give you the land. And it'll come out of nowhere. And it was a, it was a picture that came with a tongue. Okay, and that can happen in your group. That can happen alone. That's part of what God still does. And then the third one is your own spiritual heavenly language. This is your language where you connect to God. And so Paul talks about this, okay? And so in our church, I'm, we make room and we're unapologetic about speaking in tongues uh, and make room for it, not as an angelic declaration so much, not, as, not uh, so much as a speaking another language, but in terms of personal tongues, because I want the practice of speaking in tongues to be front and center for every believer in our church. I realize that for some people, that two minutes or one minute of praying in tongues that we do each week might be the only time some people pray. And I want that to be a, a practice that we make room for. And if, if when, people, when you're new to church, we explain it because it's got power and it's, it's in the Bible, but we don't water it down because we might offend someone. Actually, what I find is this. When people walk into a room where people are speaking in tongues, if it's explained, they feel the presence of God. They sense the power of God. And I'd rather have the power of God and, and, and a little bit of explanation from some people and God moving in people's lives and lives being changed than watering it down and trying just to talk from my head to your head. Because if I talk from my head to your head, oh, you don't want to know what's in my head. It's not that good. But what's in my spirit directly connected to God is totally, that's what comes from speaking in tongues. So, okay, are we doing okay so far? So Paul writes to the church in Corinth, and, and in 1 Corinthians 14, after addressing spiritual gifts, then writing a whole chapter about love, that the motivation of spiritual gifts should be love. Not, oh, aren't I good because I've got spiritual gifts, but it should be the love of the body. Uh, he says this, follow the way of love, continues, and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. The Bible talks about nine gifts of the Spirit, which Paul had just talked about, especially prophecy. Interesting. Watch this. Next verse. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people. Okay, so that's obviously not the tongues of men then, because if I spoke in the tongues of men, I'd be speaking to people. And if I bought a messenger, a messenger uh, for, for people, okay, he says, but to God. So when you speak in your, your, your personal language, you're speaking to God. Indeed, no one understands them. I don't understand what I'm saying. When you've got a heavenly language, your heavenly language, no one understands what you're saying. Uh, uh, they utter mysteries by the Spirit. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. So often. Isaiah 55, God's ways are higher than our ways. You, you, we encounter a situation and in the natural, in my mind, I, can't, I, I think the way through is this way. But then I begin to pray in the Spirit because I'm not sure how to get through. The Bible says we, sometimes we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. I don't know how to pray. So instead of me going, oh, I'll work it out and you help me, God, in my mind, I go, Lord, you, your ways are higher than my ways. I'm going to pray in the Spirit over this and I begin to pray in the spirit and here's what happens I'm speaking mysteries I'm prophesying in my heavenly language things that I would probably probably block because my head would not comprehend them my unbelief would get in the road 
So I'm just going to speak the Word of God. I, I heard of a pastor recently who found himself in the highest office of the president of that particular country. And he's like, God, how did I get here? I never prayed for this. And the Holy Spirit said, every time you spoke in tongues, this is what you were declaring in the Spirit. And he goes, oh, okay. Your ways are higher than my ways. God's preparing your future when you speak in tongues. You're speaking mysteries in the Spirit. You're, you're, you're connecting to God to get the answers that He's got in the Spirit. And they're higher than our way. These are the mysteries of the Holy Ghost. This is why Paul spoke in tongues more than you all. Okay, we go on. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Prophecy doesn't need a microphone. Prophecy is primarily the body, God's people, speaking out of their spirit something from God, from the Holy Spirit, that brings strength, encouragement, and comfort. It's, it's, and that's it's the ultimate. Now watch why. Next verse. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. The word edify means builds up. Your spirit is, when you get born again and you become a brand new person in Christ, your spirit uh, is what you're responsible to build up. You build it up by reading the Word of God. You build it up by hanging around with believers. When we're in worship, my spirit's getting stronger. But one of the great ways to edify or strengthen, or I often use the expression recharge, like your phone. Your phone's hopeless if the battery's not charged. Spiritually, you're hopeless if your spirit's not charged up. You've got the capacity to hear God, to talk to God, to hear messages from God. But if my spirit's, if I'm not, if I'm ignoring it and it's going flat, I'm not going to be connected to God. So Paul says, when you speak in tongues, you build yourself up. Come on. So I heard someone talk like this every now and then. I got the chainsaw out the other day at home, which I actually really love. And you, you a few times. And that, that's what some of you got to do with your speaking in tongues. You just got to get started on that thing. You just got to get that baby going, all right. It hasn't gone for a while, but you got to get it started. I'm here to kickstart you today. I'm here to put the choke on today, provide some fuel so that you'll go out of this place going, oh my gosh, I've got to pray, I've got to speak in tongues. How, how much? Paul says continuously. He said, how much? He said, I'm continuing. I find myself, if I start the day by speaking in tongues, which I do majority of my days, I find I'll go through little moments and I'll just like, I'm just, I'm keeping my spirit alive and tuned to the Holy Spirit. Not out loud, not in the cafe where people can hear me, okay? But I'm just, I'm not being super weird, okay? I'm just, but I'm doing that to keep that flowing. Okay, I build myself up. Okay, but the one who prophesies edifies the church or builds up the church. Next verse. I would, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. Pause right there. That's the Apostle Paul. Pastor John, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. I want you to have this power. I want you to have this connection with God. I want you to be able to, to build your spirit up and overcome temptation, strengthen your faith, live, on, live hearing and connecting with God. I want you to have the gift of tongues, okay? And we're going to pray for some people real soon if you don't have it or if you've kind of let it uh, die off and, it's need, and we need to kickstart it. Uh, but watch this. But I would rather that you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets, so that the church may be edifying. This is what Paul says. He says the whole point of being filled with the Holy Spirit in tongues, it's not, it shouldn't stop at me. 
It's not just about me building myself up. Otherwise, that's, that's, not, that's not a helpful. I might as well just go to heaven. If all I'm focused on is building myself up, he says that that's the starting place, but there's a greater place. Build yourself up so that you can prophesy. Build yourself up so you can win people to Christ. Build yourself up for building the church. Build yourself up for somebody else, not just for me. He's not saying, oh, that's, that's no good. He's saying that's, that's like entry-level people. I was like, you know, I, I want all of you to go to kindergarten, but don't stop in kindergarten. I want you to progress. I want you to develop the gifts. I want, you, I want you to stir up the gifts of God that's inside of you. And speaking in tongues does that. So are we making sense right now? All right, let's stand up. We've sat down for long enough. That, that's, that's the power of tongues. Now, that might be brand new to you today. And it's your first time in church. And you're like, okay, uh, uh, that, that helps me get some understanding. I find that so much, so much of my spiritual journey happens this way. I experience it and then I get some understanding rather than I try and work it all out and get stuck in my head and I'm, I'm, I'm locked up and I'm unable to experience it. I find sometimes people uh, who've been taught wrong have a wrong belief that only a few people get the gift of tongues and you can get one of the gifts. They don't understand that when the Holy Spirit comes, the gift is for everybody. So then they get locked up in their head and it stops us from receiving the fullness of what God's got. So I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to fill every person who's hungry and He wants to give everybody the gift of tongues. And then He's going to give you that gift as an ongoing advantage in your world because you have access to the Holy Spirit. All right, come on. Well, I want, this is what we're going to do for one minute. If you speak in tongues, I want you to. Uh, I want us just out loud to speak in tongues. We're just ring Let's just get that thing going. If you don't, just ask God to come and touch you and fill you right now. Rubba <laughs> Bushaba Buramba Rutoka Rusaka 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 Rashamba Rataka Urambare Butaka Rombare Buraka Rombrare Burabasa Rombrare Buriasama Rosare Bularamra Holy Spirit Holy Spirit Rurara Rurururururialara Oh God Oh God Oh God All right Okay we're going to keep doing that in a moment and for those of you who speak in tongues, let this be, I believe that, that you can expand the vocabulary of your speaking in tongues, that God's got fresh tongues for you that will unlock fresh revelation and bring a freshness rather than the old same shababa, 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 and you just sort of, oh, I've always done that. But he's got, he's got fresh language. That comes from fervency. Sometimes the Holy Spirit fills us when we lean back and wait, and it's beautiful. And other times we we 
punch through uh, some apathy and we punch through some, some just, just sort of religiousness that's got around our tongues and we, we unlock another realm. So some of you, are, that's going to happen. Uh, if you're here this morning and maybe you once kind of, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you've spoken in tongues, but you, the reality is you're not regularly uh, speaking in tongues and today you need a, you like, I, I just need to stir this thing up. I need a fresh impartation of the Holy Spirit and a fresh release of tongues. Who would say that's me today? Give us a wave if that's you. Okay, a number of people, fantastic. As well, you might be here and you're like, you know what, I've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, as in immersed in the Holy Ghost. When you get immersed in the Holy Ghost, He fills you, and then tongues is the overflow of being filled. And you'd like to be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive the gift of tongues. If that's you, would you just give me a wave? Say, that's me. I'd like that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Number of people. This is what we're going to do right now. Everyone who just lifted your hand, either to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, or to get a fresh uh, outpouring of the Holy Spirit and a fresh release of tongues, would you just come and stand down the front here right now? Just come. Just come right now. Just come strong. Come hungry. Push in right now. Retukata. Just come, just come, just come, just come. Esilaturusha. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Come on, keep coming. Don't be bashful. Keep coming. Come on, I want to get a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit blowing. Rusambatushakata. Oh, Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Can I get some of our pastors and leaders to come? This is what I want us to do. Just, this is what I want you to do. Just get outside your head right now. Get into your heart. God, first, don't, don't focus on tongues. Focus on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Just come and fill me, Holy Spirit. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Then after a while, as you, you, you begin to get filled by faith, then after a while, you just begin to speak in tongues. It's not something that you work out overthink it you just start and the bible says the holy spirit gives you utterance so you you have to cooperate he doesn't take over your mouth you just you start if you're watching online you can speak in tongues right there wherever you are right now if you're hungry for god he'll fill you with his holy spirit and he'll release tongues to you but right now so this is what's going to happen while we're praying for these guys church i want you to get a fresh release of tongues i want you to get something fresh from god so while we're praying why don't you lift your hands to heaven and, and just begin to pray in another language Let's begin to pray for these guys. Come on, Marita. I'm going to pray. Come on, let's lift our hands. Let's get hungry. Rosala mama mama la 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 Rusa, Rusa, the fire of God. Release the fire. Release the fire. Release the fire of God. Suhaha, Rusaka, Rusaka. Rusaka, Rusaka, Rusaka. Sikamo, Siatosa. 
Rusi bili bom, Rusi bili burama. Rubu taka bulabu bababu rubu barama. Rusama muribi saramama. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Sukato risaka. Sikama mama. La 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 ra ro ro ba ra ro ro ra ra ro ra 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 ro ra 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 ra. Don't stop. Don't stop now. Rosa 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 Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Okay, okay, okay. We'll stop him. I want you two guys. Come on up here. Come on, just yeah, 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 yeah. You two, just come around the stairs. Once you started, just if you've been prayed for, you've got the gift of tongues. Just head back to your seat and keep going, keep flowing. Oh, just come, 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 come. I want you to lift your hands to God right now. Oh, the touch of heaven's on you. The touch of heaven's on you. The power of God is pouring out over both of you. It's pouring out over both of you. Just receive. I want you to just relax. Just as you were being prayed for there before, I could see uh, like a... a um, a weight to your past just holding you back like a spiritual religious weight that's just limiting you from stepping into all that God's got for you and it's it's not just it's it's not just people or it's not just some experience it's not just mindset it's actually a spirit that's holding you back a religious spirit. So I want to just come right now and break that thing off. It's like you've got these desires to really be used by God, but then you just, it's like the brakes go on and hold you back. And the desires to use by God, it's like, it's like you're caught plowing, something's behind you. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I come against every religious spirit and I say, go, loose her right now in the name of Jesus. I break the assignment of the enemy. I break every religious spirit and control. Go now in Jesus' name. Loose this man. Loose him. Loose him. Loose him. Oh, now. Fire. 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 Fire of God in his belly. Flowing man of God. Rosambo Tisha. Oh, 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 fire. Rambo Silibambo. Shambo. Rishambo. Fire God. Touch him. Oh, God. Rosibambo Rumbo. Man, you're not, you're not going to be the same. You're, you're whatever today is, the 9th of, 8th, 9th of June. I'm telling you, the power of God. Just keep your hands raised. Stay hungry. 
the power of God. It's the fire of God getting on your spirit, getting inside of you. I can sense that fire is coming. Open up your heart right now. Rosam Rosheratu. Rosa 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 Rosaramba. Oh God, I see you uh, walking around your house, praying in the spirit. Just, uh, just inviting the Holy Spirit. And then God's going to give you a discernment. This, I see you having a discernment to spiritual atmospheres. And sometimes because of the gift of discernment, you can sense something in the Spirit, and it's a gift from God. You can sense something that's not quite right, and then what can, often ha- what can happen is that can actually come and sit on you. And then a heaviness comes with it. But it's not from God. The discernment is to recognize atmospheres, but then to take authority over atmospheres. As you go through your house, you're just going to get a, a whisper. There's a, there's a thought. There's something here that's been hindering us, and you're going to take authority over it together in Jesus' name. Just hold hands together right now. Father, right now, I thank you. I thank you for this moment, for the power of your Holy Spirit loosing into a new day right now. Right now, right now, fire from heaven, releasing, releasing, releasing. Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Is that okay? Are you okay? God bless you. God bless you. Come on. Sareburata. Shama mamamba. Ah, oh, Lord. Mr. J. Bowen. Come on up here. Bring your wife. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. So here's, here's uh, the, the thing. When, you, when we get in a meeting like this, and I'd like you to stand up. Um, one, because you're using calories. You could probably have a cake in the cafe afterwards because of this whole. Two, it keeps us off our mobile phone, which is very distracting. But I just find you stay engaged. Stay connected. Stay in the moment with God. We live in a world who struggle to stay in the moment because this thing in your pocket's just like talking to you even when you're not on it. Guilty as charged. So I've had to teach myself to stay in the moment, to engage with the Holy Spirit, to be present with Him right now. Lift your hands to God. One of the anointings from heaven is the anointing to create wealth. And you've known that in a measure, says the Spirit of God. But I'm coming to put a double portion on you. I'm coming to release a double portion of the anointing to create wealth. Not just the gift of business, not just the gift of wisdom, not just an entrepreneurial ability, but a supernatural anointing from the Holy Spirit to create wealth. Rusa, rusa, rushara, rusa, rushara, rata. Loose it, God. Loose it. Rusa, rusa. I see you, Jay, uh, walking into situations. And in these circumstances, the Holy Spirit whispers. Sometimes He's like, increase your price. You're like, what? But it's a Holy God, it's a Spirit of God idea. I just see strategy after strategy coming. The wisdom of God unlocking an anointing to create wealth. An anointing all over you. I see expansion. I see enlargement. I see multiplication in Jesus' name. Release it. 
Release it. Release it. Release it. If you're, okay, here's one of the cool things. It's called a deflection prophecy. You're like, that was going off inside of me. Uh, God's speaking to me about expansion and an anointing to create wealth. Lift your hands to God right now. Father, right through this room. If you're called to business and you're called to give to the house of God, that's, that's, that's the, the thing that burns inside of you. Father, right now I pray for the release of that anointing to create wealth, that anointing to create wealth, that anointing to create wealth. Release it in this room right now, unashamedly, on fire, the Spirit of God flowing, releasing the double portion, the double portion, double portion, releasing that anointing, Holy Spirit, doesn't matter what discouragements come, doesn't matter what setbacks have been, doesn't matter what what the, the lies of the enemy have been, Father, today we release a great dimension of the double portion anointing over this church. Prospering your people in Jesus' name. Oh, Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Power. Power comes. Holy Ghost. Because there's a prophetic anointing in here, if you just close your eyes for, for one more minute, not so much breaking through prayer now, but just tuning into the Holy Ghost, He'll talk to you. Speaking in tongues, connecting, building up your spirit, connecting to the Holy Spirit leads to Him talking to you. He's talking to me about multiple things just as I stand up here. And often I can sense when God talks to me about something because then when I think about it or say it out loud, the sense of His presence comes on me stronger. It's like, okay, He's on that thought. Learning to hear Him, it's easy. It's a great journey. He speaks to you in pictures. The Bible says the eyes of my heart might be opened. So he speaks to your heart in pictures. Phrases just come to your mind that you weren't thinking about. So that's God speaking to you, talks to you like that. Well, sometimes it's just a knowing. I just know. Come on, Spirit of God. Come on, Spirit of God. There's a knowing. Don't get into your head. Stay in your spirit. mm. Bible talks about the weight of God comes on us. The kabod. weight of God 
You don't need me to prophesy over you. You you can hear the Spirit of God yourself. The way to God comes. You might be in the room right now. You've never actually begun a relationship with God. When God's in a in a place, there's peace. There's a wonderful sense of peace in this room right now. That's because God's here. And when you let God come into your heart, He brings peace. The noisiness on the inside dies down and peace comes. He brings love. His presence is here right now. And if you've never actually made a decision to invite God into your life, today would be a great day to do that. You are created primarily to have a relationship with your Heavenly Father where He pours His love into your life, where He, where he gives you purpose, confidence. And God sent His Son Jesus to die on a cross for our sin in our place so that that sin that separated us from Him wouldn't separate us anymore. That if we look to Jesus with faith in our heart, we can be forgiven. And we can begin this tremendous relationship with Him. Whatever it is you need, it'll come out of that relationship. So in a moment, I'm going to ask if you're saying, John, well, I, I don't have a relationship with God. You might believe that He's real. Bible says even demons believe that God's real. That doesn't make you right with God. But in a moment, you're like, I want to have a relationship with God. I'm just going to ask you in a moment to raise your hand, and I'm going to lead you in a prayer. So simple, yet life-changing. That prayer is saying, I put my faith in Jesus Christ, and I invite God into my life. If you're watching online, you can do that with us today. Maybe at one point you began to walk with God, but you're not walking with God right now, and you're away from Him. You drifted away from Him. And today is the day to get back right, to make God number one again. If that's you, in a moment, I want you to raise your hand. If you're just not sure if you're going to get to heaven or not when you die, you hope you are, but there's not a peace and a confidence in your heart about that, then I want to include you in this prayer as well right now. So if you're one of those three categories, someone who says for the first time, I want to invite God into my life, I want to invite Christ in, or, or I want to come back to Him, or I want to be sure I'm going to heaven. Right now, if that's you, would you just raise your hand up? Just raise it up high and say, that's me today. I want to get right with God. I want to connect with Jesus Christ. I want to be forgiven of my sin. I want to put God back in His rightful place. I feel like there's at least one person in the room right now. This is your moment. It's been a different kind of service today. And you can sense, you've got questions, but you can sense there's a power and something real going on in this room. Your, your heart tells you that it's real. Your heart tells you that you need to take this step. You don't fully understand it all. But that's okay. Change starts on the inside and then we begin to understand the step. Today's your day to take a step towards God who loves you. If that's you right now, would you just raise your hand up and say, that's me. Your heart will be pounding because God's speaking to you about taking this step of connecting with Him. Would you do that today, wherever you are? Say, John, that's me. I want to get right with God. I want to connect with Him. I want to be sure I'm going to heaven, wherever you are. Raise your hand up high and say, that's me. 
All right, all right, all right. We're going to pray this prayer right now for those who are watching online. Can we just pray this prayer together, church? Say these words after me. Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you love me, that you sent your son Jesus to die on a cross for me, for my sin. I'm sorry for living my way. I turn to you today. I give you my heart. I renounce the devil and all his works. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and the power of God. I thank you today that I am forgiven, born again, going to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap. You can grab your seat for just a moment. Uh, One of the challenges... Uh, for me, I really felt like this morning was to focus in on that gift of tongues for many people to get us stirred up in that gift and then to use that to stir up the gifts that God's placed inside of our life. Tonight, uh, I'm going to be leaning more towards praying for people for healing and moving in the spirit in that dimension. Uh, the, the nights, we, we add an extra half an hour in the service just because that clock is quite, it, it just moves faster when we have these sort of meetings. I don't know why. But to, to really be able to lean in and pray over people and prophesy over people. So that will be tonight, um, which will be really cool. We are in a season we're calling this month the month of momentum. And I, I can't think of any greater way to build spiritual momentum in your life than by speaking in tongues. I just, I want, you know, I'm not going to preach the whole sermon again, but that will do it. Uh, but there are other things that are, gonna, that are happening around our church that are momentum building. And one of them relates to what's happening over the next two weeks. Next Sunday, I want to invite you back. It's Vision Sunday, Mark 2. The start of the year, we did a Vision Sunday. Talked about uh, the kind of church we are and where we're going this year. And uh, this next Sunday, I want to talk about that, uh, the the update on that and also some things around the life of our church in terms of facilities and what we're believing God for, what we're doing. And then the, the third Sunday, the next one is going to be called Miracle Sunday. And we will be giving to the opening of doors for the church here together. Every year we bring a pledge. Many people bring a pledge and begin to, to speak over, uh, use that pledge to, to um, over the next 12 months of what we're going to give towards God and the facilities. So that is fantastic. On Vision Sunday, next Sunday. If you're interested in Melbourne, our church plan in Melbourne is going to start uh, in a few months. Dan and Ebony Frecker are going to be moving down to Melbourne with at least, well, one other person who said yes is going to become part of the core team. We'll announce that next week at lunch. So if you're interested either in praying, you just want to know what's going to happen, uh, in participating as a financial partner, uh, maybe you're interested in going, or you've got friends and family in Melbourne and you want to know what's happening. Just come along next week. Danielle and I will be there, and we'll be sharing that straight after the service. You just have to register. You can text to register right now, or you can email in. So God bless you, church. Thank you, Teresa.